0: You're listening to Rabbi Arya Woolley, Director of Torch, Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. All right, my dear friends, welcome back to a short segment here from the Jewish Inspiration Podcast to talk a little bit about the symbolisms of Rosh Hashanah. So we know that there is the symbolic foods that we eat on Rosh Hashanah. We know we don't either sleep on Rosh Hashanah. What is with all of the symbolism? Why do we do it? What is the source for this? And um, what's the purpose? What's really going on behind it? So the Talmud says a very interesting thing. That the custom of eating symbolic foods on Rosh Hashanah comes because omens are significant. Therefore, each person should habituate himself to eat at the beginning of the year gourds, leeks, beets, and dates. And... There are different categories of foods. There's foods that are sweet tasting to indicate a sweet new year. There's others that talk about abundance, that we should have an abundance of mitzvahs. There are others that talk about destruction and eradication, referring to our sins, destruction of our sins and eradication of our enemies, et cetera, et cetera. So let's look at some of them. Number one is the dipping the apple in the honey so that we say is for a sweet new year. The carrots, so that we should increase in our merits. The leek or cabbage, to decimate our enemies. Beets to remove our adversaries. Dates, that our enemies be consumed. And again, each one of them with symbolism of their names and in, in different different decodes, so to speak. We talk about gourd, that the decree of our sentence be torn asunder. And may our merits be proclaimed before you, pomegranate, that we should be filled with merits like the seeds of a pomegranate, fish, that we should be fruitful and multiply, the head of a sheep or a fish, that we should be like the head and not a tail. We don't sleep on Rosh Hashanah either because it's symbolic to have a year of sleepiness. So I want to share with you what our sages tell us about this incredible day this day is the day that decides and defines our coming year. And the way in which we act on Rosh Hashanah is the way in which potentially our decree will come to fruition throughout the year. If we sleep on Rosh Hashanah, we'll have a sleepy year. If we eat sweet things on Rosh Hashanah, we'll have a sweet year. If we do certain things on Rosh Hashanah, it has an effect and an impact on the entire year. So we try to do as many positive things, as many sweet things, as we, as many happy things on our Rosh Hashanah so that it has an impact on our coming year. Say, so just tell us that Rosh Hashanah is a microcosm of the year to come. Every minute of Rosh Hashanah has an impact on who knows how much time, maybe a day, maybe a week of our coming year. My grandfather once related that one year he had a tinge of anger on Rosh Hashanah from an incident that happened and he felt the entire year had that influence of anger. Imagine if we're calm and we're pleasant and we're happy and we're peaceful and we're kind and we're grateful. What an amazing year we'll have. But if God forbid We get angry we get upset we're jealous we're unkind then potentially god forbid our entire year could be influenced in a negative way additionally our sages say that we shouldn't even eat bitter foods on rosh hashanah spicy foods because we don't want our year to be filled with bitterness with harsh decrees we want it to be with goodness with sweetness The idea behind Rosh Hashanah is that we're making God king of the universe. And we're asking for a good judgment. But we have the power. We have the power to influence change in our coming year. And what we do is not only eat pomegranates and dip the apple in the honey. That's not the only point. It's that we need to show that we're going to demonstrate these characteristics in our coming year as well. Just like the seeds are filling... The pomegranate. We're gonna fill our year with mitzvah Hashem. Look, we're showing it to you in symbolism, but we're gonna put this into action, Hashem. Not only we're eating a sweet apple and dipping it in honey, we're gonna do the same. We're gonna be that sweetness, and we're gonna share that sweetness with the world. We're gonna be the proper example, like we see in the coming Torah portion of Hazinu, how the Jewish people are held accountable to be a light unto the nations. That's our job. And in declaring Hashem's oneness in the world on Rosh Hashanah, we're showing Hashem we're going to take this responsibility seriously. We're going to share your word in the world. We're going to share our inspiration with others. We don't need to be rabbis, and we don't need to be powerful orators to influence others. Every single one of us can influence others. We can shower the world with goodness. We can bring in abundance of kindness to the world. One person can change the world. You be that person. Go change the world. Have an amazing new year, an amazing Rosh Hashanah, and God willing, we should all merit to have incredible blessings this coming year. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit TorchPodcast.com.